When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech drive the Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Mornings on SEN. Stankity coming around the wicket, though, with a change. 26 off 11 balls. Silk on strike. That one was wide outside off stump. He's hit that down to... Oh, no! What's, hang on, what's happening here? Is it out? Wait on. So he's hit this wide of deep net off. The fieldsman down there has caught it <laughs> inside the this... boundary, has gone over the boundary, thrown it in the air. Whilst he's over the boundary, caught it, threw it back into the air again while his feet were off the ground, I think. Yes. And has caught it in the field. Can he throw it twice? Well, I think that's going to be the issue. I'm, I'm not sure. I'll have to get my MCC laws of cricket out. I saw, saw Matt Renshaw do this before, and I'm pretty sure this is out. So if his feet are planted when he takes the catch again outside the rope, it's six. So if he makes the first contact from where he jumped inside the rope, and then when the last contact is made, he's back inside the rope, it's out. So as long as when he threw it up a second time, these feet were in the air, yes. the last point of contact has to be back in. So when he's outside the boundary rope, when he takes the ball again, his feet must be in the air when he throws it up again. Effectively, he could throw it up 300 times if, as long as his feet are in the air. Uh, extraordinary scenes at the Gabba last night for the Heat to get uh, their second win of the year, I reckon it was. They posted the fifth highest BBL score of all time, five for 224. They bowled the Sixers out for 209. That was a pivotal moment in the clash as Jordan Silk, who was uh, on 41 at the time, was caught by Michael Nisa, who jumped up into the air, took the catch, was going over the rope, threw it back up in the air, landed, jumped back up into the air, took possession of the ball again, threw it back into the field of play, stepped over the rope back into the field of play and took the catch. And the question for our next guest, test cap number 410, Bryce McGain, our resident BBL expert, who's not doing enough work at the moment, given he did breakfast, we thought we'd get him back for another little session. Uh, Bryce, is that a catch? Should that have been paid? Good morning, Sam and JJ. Uh, Technically, yes. By the letter of the law, yes, but doesn't it seem ridiculous that you can be outside the field of play, as long as your feet aren't on the ground, you can literally, like the commentator said, you can touch it 300 times. So you could run up um, and end up in the seats and keep bobbling the ball, as long as your feet don't hit the ground, and then you bring it back into the field of play and take the catch. It seems crazy. I loved it. I I loved it. I think it's brilliant. I think it adds an incredible element to it. There's no way they change that rule because why would you make the game less exciting? No sport's going to do that anymore. I thought that was um, one of the moments of the year, uh, and I loved it. What do you reckon, JJ? No, I don't think it should be out. You can't can't be uh, establishing yourself... Uh, out of bounds and still being able to participate in the game. That's my view on it. I think it's. I think you uh, you can do it, of course, from uh, the infield of play, throw it up and then go out and come back and establish yourself. 
But um, I don't think you should be able to do that. I hadn't seen it. I just had a look on Twitter. Thankfully, Twitter, if we lose Twitter, I'm in big trouble. But uh, <laughs> I had a look on Twitter, and um, and I don't think you should be able to do that. But, with, Bryce, with the, the way that it's as the law states, so he took the ball inside the rope, was going to go over, so did everything necessary to keep the ball live. Now, if he had a touched the ground with the ball in possession, if he had a touch, if he had a launch from with a foot on the Toblerone, uh, the rope on the ground, then it wouldn't have been paid a catch, but technically kept the ball up in the air and was able to work it back into the field of play uh, and complete the catch. So it's, I, I don't know why it's been seen as controversial as maybe some are because to letter of the law, it's, it's a catch. And this is what happens when we bring the rope in rather than use the fence. If he had have been touching the fence and taken the catch, it wouldn't have stood. Um, but if he had have jumped up off the fence uh, and took taken it cleanly with nothing touching the fence, then it would have been a catch. Yeah, it, it's a real quirky one. I, I think it's um, nearly like a double dribbling basketball. Let's call it that. You can't do it all off the ground and keep jumping in the air until you then work it Why out. Why not? To get back How in. fun I is you that? Get one go at it. I reckon you get one go at it and get back in. Or she's no catch at six runs. Uh, what did you make of the performance last night of the Brisbane Heat? They needed a win. They got one. And it was guys who were all frantically Googling Josh Brown in his second game, 62 off 23, six sixes. And Nathan McSweeney, and I think his fourth or fifth game, 84 off 51 with eight boundaries and three sixes. Um, that's a look at the future, perhaps, for the Heat. Yeah, it is. Nathan McSweeney, um, a, a, a Queenslander, but has gone to South Australia and really just got himself going. Um, he, he's performing really well in list A and also first-class cricket there early in his career. But both those guys, and they were just... Uh, Max Bryant, they did change, and they swapped uh, to put Josh in there. But um, then with Matt Renshaw going out to the, the national team, that, that's where Nathan McSweeney gets his chance. They, they haven't had a look in for the whole tournament to this stage and it's amazing what happens when the the guys below with no fear of failure just go out and take the opportunity and bat with complete freedom that they have reignited the heat if you like who are that they were they were really stinking it up on the bottom of the table they had Mm. they were one and four after five games um they were all over the place and they didn't look like they had any shots to fire these two newcomers have just reignited them. And I think they're going to give a lot of confidence to the older players to say, hey, just play with the freedom. You need to have that in T20. They look stodgy. They look like they, um, you know, they're worried about outcomes. That's how they look like they were performing. I don't know whether they actually were, but it looked like all of those negative type thoughts were in their mind when they were trying to play. Too hard to do that in T20 cricket. And these two young guns have uh, really ignited them. It's awesome. Uh, Bryce, how good was it to see, you know, almost a packed house uh, in Adelaide for the New Year's Eve game? I think mm. over 40,000, Sam said earlier. Fantastic to see, you know, the, the, the league has been having its troubles, like most sports, with uh, the attraction of spectators. We've got a crosstown rivalry, a showdown between uh, the Stars and the Renegades tomorrow night. Uh, what sort of a crowd can we expect? Uh, are the Melbourne folk going to come out in force for this one, will we get a, a, a good crowd at the uh, at the G, the home of cricket? Sounds like you're setting a bit of a challenge for this derby, and whether mm. the Melbourne people can really hold the the mantle wow. as the the you know the centre yes. of world sport, because mm-hmm. that's what we do as Melbourneites. We we turn up, we're there. We 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 are 
like that. Um, we were pretty quiet at the MCG for the one-day game Australia. That was just after the World Cup. That was a Tuesday. They've had some awkward scheduling, some afternoon games the Stars have been hosting at the MCG. No wonder no one turns up. No one knew the game was going to be starting at four in the afternoon. Now's the opportunity. This is the one that your kids take them to there, create a memory at the MCG by yep. going and setting it. A, a reminder came onto my phone a, a bit earlier. Um, seven years ago, I sat there just as a spectator and enjoyed it with, with my son, my wife, and, and some other friends and all that. There was 80,000 people for Melbourne Stars. Admittedly, yep. they had the women's big bash lead into it. I thought that worked really well. It was a great, not a curtain raiser. It was a great game in its, on its own. Uh, uh, that was a derby. And then they went into another derby. It was unbelievable. So if it's an opportunity for anyone, just get there. Travel in, enjoy it. You know you're going to get a seat. Let's get a serious crowd and show why, why Melbourne support their sport and support their teams. Bryce, we're going to be on Sports Day later on today, bookending the day. And then tomorrow night, he and I will be at the MCG for the Renegades and the Stars. Looking forward to that and hopefully a big crowd. Bryce, we'll speak to you soon, my friend. You bet. Have a ripper morning, boys. Test cap number 410, Bryce McGain. Uh, tonight on Big Bash Nation, you'll hear the Hobart Hurricanes and the Adelaide Strikers. When we come back, we'll tidy up the hour and continue with our New Year's resolutions for all 18 clubs on Mornings SEN.